And now, two pigeons bemoaning the fact you can stream DirecTV satellite-free. You see this? A family watching baseball on DirecTV with no satellite dish in sight. Let's heckle them. You call that changing the channel? Choke up on the remote, buddy. I hope getting all these games on DirecTV makes up for your mother not pre-chewing your sunflower seeds. DirecTV has the most MLB games. Visit DirecTV.com. Claim based on total games offered on national and regional sports networks with choice package or higher. Availability of RSNs varies by zip code and package. High-speed internet service required. Terms and restrictions apply. Let's do it. Welcome to the Basket Buds edition of the Athletic NBA Show podcast here on the Athletic Podcast Network. I'm your host, Zach Harper. We got Josh Hustis, we got Jay King, we got Dave DeFore producing, and we have a show for you. But first, do you want to watch us talk? Go to YouTube, Athletic NBA Show. Do you want to be nice about us talking? Rate us, subscribe, do all that good stuff. Also, make sure you are subscribed to The Athletic and make sure you're subscribed to The Bounce, our free newsletter, theathletic.com slash The Bounce. If you don't subscribe on YouTube, this is not a threat. It's just uh, you never know what's going to happen. You know, your car might break down. Just saying that your car might break down if you don't subscribe to us on YouTube. So there's only one way to foolproof that is go subscribe. Uh, guys, we have some disheartening news regarding Joel Embiid. In what is surprisingly like the worst way I think you can describe a knee injury, he is a displaced flap of his meniscus. Just call it a tear. Why aren't we calling this a tear? Like that sounds like a tear to me, but he's tear is a scary word. Flap is way scarier. <laughs> The whole spread of information during this has super been weird. strange. The wording of everything yeah. has been different. Like, I don't know why they're yeah, not it's just being like more forced trying to control the whole news. Um, I think for this, uh, obviously, Embiid's going to be gone for a while. He's opting for a procedure. They are not ruling out that uh, he's done for the season. But unless he comes back and he's just like, completely pain-free moving like he hasn't moved before jay why bring him beat back this season yeah to, to to me especially they're not like the title favorite regardless right like that that team to me is still another piece away um i, I think they're actually f- fortunate in some ways that it happened before the trade deadline because they were a candidate to go out and get some help and try to upgrade the roster around Embiid and make a big move to to try to position themselves to be in a better chance to compete for a title. And now I think they'll maybe take a different view, preserve some of that cap space that they're going to have coming up. And and to me, whether he comes back or not, he's probably going to be compromised. And this team with a compromised Joel Embiid even if he's on the court, is just not going to be good enough. They they rely on him for so much. Yeah, and like, uh, let's say he. I mean, the sta- the with the way the standings are, while he's out, they could slide a while. Their, their defense yeah. has been disgusting. They have a little bit of a cushion um, between now or between where they are in like falling to sixth and and then and then seventh if they were to fall out of the playing tournament. But I mean, we got a lot of season left without Joel Embiid going to be in the mix. Um, Josh, if if Embiid comes back and we're unsure of his status, like obviously you're not taking the Sixers against Boston. Are you would you take them against Milwaukee? 
I don't think so. I think, listen, like the Sixers, you know, for better or for worse, have been extremely cautious mm-hmm. when it comes to Embiid. So I don't see why that they would change anything going forward, especially with the slide that they might take without him. So I just, I, I like, even if he is quote unquote healthy, I don't think they bring him back regardless. They've been so cautious with him with I, everything. I, I think I would take right? five, I think like that, if not pre-injury, but with this injury and him coming back, like even like, let's say he came back the week before this, the season ended for some reason. Right. Like I, and they were going to be in the top six or right. they managed to avoid the plan. Like, I wouldn't pick them against Boston. I wouldn't pick them against Milwaukee. I wouldn't pick them against the Knicks. No, the the Heat, the Cavs. No, I but I, I mean, I wouldn't pick the them heat. against the Heat anyway. They always lose the Heat. Like they always lose in the second round. But like, I, there's probably at least five teams I'm taking over this Sixers team. What about the Hawks? Plus, like, ooh, maybe Embiid can be healthy. Right. I just, yeah, I just don't see it. I don't see the need to rush him back when, to be completely honest, like going into this offseason, like Embiid is mm-hmm. a huge draw for someone to come play in Philly. He is a massive draw for some star somewhere who's looking for a change to want to come play with Embiid, you know, play with and Maxi, play with Maxi. Exactly. Like that is a team that is enticing. They're a team that is one piece away from being they, a serious, serious problem for people in the playoffs. Ton of cap space exactly and they have some decent pieces that they can that they can move in order to make a play at becoming a contender um so i just think they sit they sit on it wait see what happens in the offseason and i think the, the the other piece of this too is that he does have now a long injury history this is his second injury to this meniscus i believe and so he's had knee issues before He's obviously a huge guy, puts a ton of pounding on his knees when he runs. And and you just need to be cautious. I would be super cautious with Joel Embiid. That, as mm-hmm. Brett Brown used to call him, that's the crown jewel. Like th- this guy was having an unbelievable season. He was like, like Kobe Bryant with Kevin Durant's accuracy from the mid-range. It was insane. Like the footwork that he has, the 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 touch that he's developed on that jump shot like yeah he became just impossible in that mid-range like 35 11 and like almost and six assists on like 55 percent shooting like just absurd like this what, he, what i see he's, he's on pace to be the first person since wilt to average one yeah. point per minute play. yeah he has he has more points in minutes and he never misses he has more points it's in minutes absurd yeah, it's, it's crazy absurd um, yeah. all right let's, let's move on to another <laughs> east team i wrote about this in the newsletter this morning I'm so sick of this Doc Rivers act. I just like I I am so sick of it. First, like the I wouldn't wish this on anybody, right? It's quickly becoming my favorite meme. I would I yeah. I I take the the job. The team's number two in the East. Uh they they have Giannis and Damian Lillard. I wouldn't wish this on anybody. This is so hard. This is so so dastardly of of me to do. And it's like (laughs) <laughs> All right, so he, because of just what the system is, right? Like, Missoula was the all-star coach last year because the Celtics were number one in the East uh, at the time, and um, and they're number one again this year, and he can't be the coach. So it's like, all right, who's the number two? Well, it's the Milwaukee Bucks. Well, their coach got fired. So, yes, Doc Rivers is the head coach. At this time, he would get 
the the All Star uh, bid for uh, for being the coach of the East, and he did right. Like they're like, hey, you're second. Like you get it. And so he's like, <laughs> it was great that his, his first, first win, win qualified for that. For By that. the way, they're one and three. Uh, they yes. just blew a 19 point lead to get blown out by <laughs> the Jazz last night. But then it's like he tells like who was it like Mark Stein or somebody. He's like, I'm not going, like, this isn't right. I'm going to give my all-star game ring, which I'll be honest, I'm a pretty big basketball nerd. I had no idea they got rings for this. <laughs> I, I, I don't no know. Do they actually like, get I guess rings? it's like a class ring, not like a championship ring, you know? But, like, he's going to give his ring and his and the coaching bonus to Adrian Griffin. And, and not only that, not only that, guys, but he's such a magnanimous man that he is going to – <laughs> not not what a word jay hold on that jay a good word <laughs> take out your phone i I'm, i have a great Spell vocabulary <laughs> i have an extensive vocabulary <laughs> josh did you ever see the patois clip of jay no i still no, i said the patois. word patois Oh and no! He, oh, you, he oh, you no, said the word Dave, patois. Please try to find that clip. I know that's asking a lot right now, but like, please try to find. I don't. It was sometime last <laughs> season, and we tried to get Jay to spell patois. It was next, next time. Next time he gets. Next time you get stuck in Toronto again, Jay. <laughs> so Ven- the, venture the, out. The problem yeah, with patois is that there's a different version of patois that means not if you spell it right. Different. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, as Jay looks up Patois. Um... So the, the definition that I found when I searched for it was a stupid Frenchman who is a Boy Scout and has sex with a moose. Hold on. You ch- let me, you looked with at an R. With an R. Oh, yeah. You used Urban as Dictionary. Yeah, it was mid show. It was mid show. Like all this got captured on film. Uh, and so, all right. So, not only that, not only that uh, magnanimous act, but he is not going to coach the All Star game, guys. He's willing to go on vacation. And he's not going to let Dave Yeager and the guys that he brought in oh. be there either. This is all for Adrian Griffin's coaching staff. I'm sorry, man. I'm not buying it anymore. I didn't, I haven't bought it for a while. This whole well, he, act he, of him trying to win us over, just go coach. Just go teach them how to play some defense. Quit trying to be the good guy. I don't think he's a bad guy. I don't think he's a bad guy. But you're not the good guy in this situation. But he's working really yeah, you're hard. You're not the good, the good guy. guy. He's been on Adrian Griffin's side the whole time, though. He was he was such a good guy. He was consulting Adrian Griffin. No, not, and not at all. For his job. For such a good job. guy. He wasn't angling for the job. He coached him into being fired, uh, or he consulted him into being fired, and then took the job from him. That's insane. Like. It's again, I don't, I genuinely don't think Doc is a bad guy here. Like, circumstances are the circumstances, and who is he to turn down the chance to coach a championship team? But quit acting like this is a struggle for you and this is hard, and oh my God, woe is me. I've got to take a vacation now instead of coaching the All Star game. Like, this is just go coach. I cannot stand this, like, attempt. And Josh, I know you've, you've seen and dealt with phony coaches before. Like, do players buy this act? Is this just for him trying to win over the public perception and the media? Because he he usually plays the media extremely well. Everyone buys that. Everyone laps it up. Well, I don't, yeah, I don't think it's for the players because there was an interview where Dame was talking about when he found out Doc was going to be coach of the All-Star game. He said he had no clue Doc was even in contention for it. So it's not right. something being spoken 
around the players or for the players in any way. It's clear the players didn't like Griffin anyways when they're dancing. Oh, but uh, Josh, they always do that. They right always after do that. Fired. So that's so just a coincidence that they did it again. Yeah, for sure. Right. Like that's, <laughs> yeah. So I don't think it's for the players benefit. It is this weird thing where I don't, is he trying, who's he trying to win over? Because to me, when you see something like that, is it's mm-hmm. a guy with a guilty conscience who knows that maybe he did something kind of shady, kind of icky, and now he's trying to make feel feel a little bit better about it, trying to convince everybody that he's not but, such the, a but bad he also guy. Keeps, he also keeps taking shots at Adrian Griffin, or at least the way Adrian Griffin coached the team. He said after their last game that the guys aren't in shape because they haven't played defense. And now they're finally well, being I, coached I'm, I'm to play sure, hard on yeah. defense. And it's going to take sure a while who, to get back in shape. famously does not have his team practice because he, like, I don't know, maybe goes and plays golf. I'm sure that'll that'll change. That'll change things. He'll lock down and get them in shape. He took I would, over I mean, I wouldn't wish this on anybody. <laughs> yeah, yeah he I wouldn't wish it on anybody. He hopped into a five-game road swing. That started in Denver, has included Against some dangerous teams. Second leg of a back-to-back against Utah, Mm -hmm. which is a really hard game. They didn't have Brooke Lopez for either of the back-to-backs. They didn't have Chris Middleton in the second leg of the back-to-back. So this this has been a tough stretch for them. The the one thing that really, like, is going to be a huge issue for them, I just don't know if they have the defensive personnel. I don't think it has anything to do with coaching. I don't think it has anything to do with what Adrian Griffin was doing, what Doc Rivers can do. That fourth quarter against Utah was it started oh, off with just so blow by after blow so by. It was Malik Beasley got blown blown by. Damian Lillard got blown by. Yeah. Um Bobby Portis got blown Colin by. Colin Sexton was like and going at the It was just blow guys by are, that's yeah. It was blow by are, that's it, was, it was layups. It was Yeah, blow by yeah. is not coaching. That's that's third grade learning how to do a closeout yeah. and keep a guy in front of you stuff like that's not something that's yeah. coach you know what i mean you don't show up you don't need you don't need that yeah like oh new coach like let's see how he wants us to close out like close out how you're supposed to maybe maybe we talk about help rotations maybe we talk that, about again, those sinks buys, things right? like that these weren't even close but those, like, <laughs> but just even go right at him and just, just beat him oh so here's the thing it's like you can talk about we would talk about help side and help side is all great but if your on ball defender just gets flat out blown by help defense yeah. isn't going to cover anything it's a, like it's you got to put up thing. a fight there has to be remember some that, sort of stand. like what was this two years ago where jason kidd asked luca just to just defend two seconds more each possession right like just give us two more seconds of possession <laughs> To start us out, and we can like figure it out. Mm-hmm. That that's just essentially what it is, though, Josh. Little, right? Like it's like it just give me a couple more seconds. Like we're trying to grind yeah. this down. Yeah, a little bit more. Don't you can get beat. Yeah. Don't get blown by because a blow by is so hard to recover from because then it draws in well, help, which leads to kickouts, which leads to a yeah, second the, blow the by, ball which starts leads moving. to another like, kick. I would imagine too. Like it's just a help defender a on, on an NBA level. You're not expecting a blow by, right? Like you could see a guy start setting up a move. I think the no. are expecting <laughs> blow bys at this point, though, it, which is actually a problem because there was one time they didn't even get blown by, and Giannis overhelped because he thought they were going to get blown by, and <laughs> there right. was an alley. Well, you it's know? an IQ thing, and it's just a flat out ability thing. Do you have the lateral quickness? Do you have the uh, length? All those I don't things. Think he's shooting the right? ball extremely well from deep. I'm not really looking for Malik Beasley in the three point contest. 
Like Shams put out like I think who are the the names so far? It's like Tyrese Halliburton, obviously because they're in Indianapolis, uh, and he's good. Uh, Dame Beasley, uh, Jalen Brunson, and I can't remember the other guy. Yeah. He said is who was uh, the other one is confirmed so far. Um, and then obviously we have the uh, Sabrina versus Steph shootout, which I don't. I think it's just its own thing. Oh, Lowry, Lowry. Yeah, 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 yeah. He's Lowry's he's in it. I don't. I. And again, he's shooting the hell out of the ball. I'm assuming we're getting Grayson Allen because he's shooting like 50% from deep. But Malik Beasley, like, I'm good. I, you know, I don't need all stars in this three point contest, but, you know. You want to. Yeah, you know, like, I just, I need a bigger Beasley. name than Malik Beasley. Or, just, or, or a younger player. <laughs> like, like, give me. But he's shooting, 50%, he's shooting 50%. Do you want Grayson right? Allen? You should be um, excited about that, Jay. Give me Isaiah Joe. I think right? they should have old dudes. It it should be like Kyle Corver. You with the, the legend? The three point shootout should be all the old. I want them all in. Okay. I want like a, a few Bring current back guys. Novak. I don't hate this idea. A few old I don't hate this guys. idea. Yes, like Steve half the Novak. field is young. It's like when they did guards <laughs> versus bigs for the skills competition. They should have current versus yeah. veterans. Like yeah, like Ray Allen is out there. Kenny Smith can Ray still Allen shoot it. Out there, mm-hmm. so you know, let Kenny be up there. He just beat that that fraud of a best shooter in the world from YouTube or whatever that was. Let's get lethal. Oh shooter yeah, we need him promoted contest. more. <laughs> Did I just see him working out Giancarlo? Uh, yes. Also, the also actor I think, from Breaking uh, Bad, Jennifer Hudson. Yeah, he just. I mean, uh, like that. You know what? This is an off show conversation. <laughs> All right, but right after the show's done, we'll get to it. Um, do you, like anything you've seen from the Bucks so far before we move on that um, we can even like take moving forward? Because as you met, as as Jay, you know, tried to make excuses for Doc, uh, they have had a tough schedule so far to start out this Doc era. Um, Jay, do you is, do you see cha- like actual changes that can be made without personnel changing? Yeah, I mean, they could definitely do a better job of structuring their defense. And, and that that's why I think everyone was so upset. Like the players, that that's why they weren't on board with Adrian Griffin because they went from Mike Budenholzer, who knows how to build a defense, to give up the types of shots that he wanted to give up, that his team wanted to give up. And then you get to Adrian Griffin, and it didn't seem like they had a plan night to night on how they were going to defend. So th- that's... That's where you need to make a difference if you're Doc Rivers. I think the offense will somewhat take care of itself. Josh capes for Dagnalt more, or if Jay mentions how much Mike Budenholzer can structure something. This is such an (laughs) insane thing to talk about because. But that's the difference. That was my first. You brought it up my first episode. Talked about how I, you know, Mark was crazy. We sure did. We you sure did. And, and you gave it. We've talked about. And then when we talked, we talked about, about coach you gave of the a great year. answer. We, we gave talked a about who we thought answer. was going to win coach of the year. And every single person on this mm-hmm. podcast. He's it. He's Mark it right Dagnall now. He's going to win coach of the year. No question. <laughs> but, but you All right. just, oh, open door policy. I could talk to him whenever uh, I wanted. Uh, right. Okay. Uh, I just wanted to talk about something about the Bucks before we move on. Uh, yes, defense needs work. They need to adjust their strategy. 
they face a huge issue going into all-star break. He already talked about them being out of shape because they haven't, haven't been playing defense and they need to revamp all these things just as they head into a week-long break. I, I, <laughs> <laughs> what? What? No, you're, you're making a great point. No, it's just point. I just can't. I just can't take you seriously. Uh, I don't know. I just think that all this work that they're doing, leading well, work. They're mm. one and three since I hired him. They go into this. They haven't even gotten their feet under them just to just everybody disappear to different parts. Yeah, because everyone goes on vacation now, right? And then come yeah. back. Like and when? Try when? Do it when again. do they get oh, back? Yeah, into absolutely. Action. Everybody like, go Tuesday. They come back together. Maybe Monday. Some of the guys Monday. Yeah, I, I maybe Monday, most likely Tuesday. But I mean, then what? How yeah, many they play days Thursday? Their first like, game? so you might have a day and a half. So what are you gonna do? Exactly, not enough time. You're not gonna. Again, yeah, Doc's gonna FaceTime in from a golf course. Like, who knows? have his team's practice. Not gonna happen. So, where does the change happen? Yeah, I don't know. I think. I mean, I I genuinely think their strategy. And it, it it may end up working because the talent's so great, but it's it and it sounds dumb because obviously highest score wins, but like just go out score the other team. Like if they get Dame to kind of get back to the the rhythm and the offensive player we expect him to be, then 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 mm-hmm. you know that offense it's already second in the league. It might become so overwhelming, especially at the end of games where they they've been really good, that it you know it it just. It ends up working out for them. They just need a decent defense. That like not great. Just okay. Just, just okay. okay. Yeah. You cannot just be, be okay. terrible. Yeah. At least Giannis okay. will make some plays yeah. here, you know, a couple of blocks at the rim, block an alley oop, whatever. But yeah, it's just gotta be. It's gotta be not what it is right now. Twentieth in defense. Twentieth before. <laughs> yeah. Looking for an assist with your credit card, but can't get a hold of anyone? Luckily, with 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yep, you heard that right. You can talk to a real human and customer service at any time. Sounds like a real game changer if you ask us. Make the right call and get the service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. This episode is brought to you by Michelob Ultra, the official beer sponsor of the NBA. Want to get closer to the game than ever before? Michelob Ultra Courtside is giving fans the chance to win exclusive NBA prizes and experiences like official gear, courtside seats to an NBA game, and more. Head over to MichelobUltra.com slash courtside to learn more. And now, two pigeons bemoaning the fact you can stream DirecTV satellite-free. You see this? A family watching baseball on DirecTV with no satellite dish in sight. Let's heckle them. You call that changing the channel? Choke up on the remote, buddy. I hope getting all these games on DirecTV makes up for your mother not pre-chewing your sunflower seeds. DirecTV has the most MLB games. Visit DirecTV.com. Claim based on total games offered on national and regional sports networks with choice package or higher. Availability of RSNs varies by zip code and package. High-speed internet service required. Terms and restrictions apply. Looking for an assist with your credit card but can't get a hold of anyone? Luckily, with 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day, or night. Yep, you heard that right. You can talk to a real human in customer service 
any time. Sounds like a real game changer if you ask us. Make the right call and get the service that you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. All right. Uh, Trade deadline is here uh, on Thursday at, what is it, noon? Pacific time, 3 Eastern, something like that. Uh, A lot of rumors are going to be flying around. Uh, We do have some confusion. Uh, I don't know how this Embiid injury is going to affect the Sixers and what they might have done at the deadline. Uh, Zach Levine got one trade rumor discussion point that maybe he would get traded to the Pistons and immediately opted for season-ending foot surgery. I mean, almost immediately as that like tweet flew out there. It was all right. Maybe I'll just maybe I'll just end my season. Uh, so he's off the we market. Um, Josh, as someone who has been through trade deadline week before in the NBA, what was it like being on the Thunder, who are famously a very secretive organization? Not a lot of leaks to to the media. Um, what was it? What's that like for a player? And what was that like for a player on the Thunder? It's it's weird. Every year around this time, you start to get nervous, a little anxious, just wondering what's coming. Uh, because you hear every year, every single year, there's a story about a guy waking up from a nap to find out he got traded or getting on Twitter. Sorry, X. Don't call to find out he got traded. Whatever it is, right? You find out in these, <laughs> you find out in these weird ways and it's totally out of your hands. Um and you see all the rumors, you hear your name get thrown in different conversations, hear all these things, and they may happen, may not happen. I remember sitting at a restaurant with my wife, some of my teammates, including Doug McDermott, and we were sitting there watching TV. And on the TV came in talking about how the Knicks were looking to move Carmelo and the Thunder were a potential wow. option. And Doug turned to me, I still remember, Doug turned to me and he goes, it's been nice knowing wow. you. I'm going to get traded. And the next day, the next day, it happened. Jeez. The next day. And then I remember, and this wasn't trade deadline, but it was during Summer League. I was at Summer League, and me and DeMontis Sabonis were hanging out, and we had just gotten dinner, whatever. We go back to our rooms, start hearing rumors that the Thunder are looking to try to get Paul George. and. You know, hour later, whatever it was, Domas texts me. He goes, "Hey, I just got traded to the Pacers for Paul George." You're I just like the good out. luck chuck of getting somebody traded. Like someone has dinner with you, like they're getting I, traded. Not, as soon so as they with, they get gone, yeah, exactly. Trading. So it's just this. It's it's weird, man. It's like all of a sudden you're one place, and then the next minute everything's uprooted, and you're somewhere else, and your situation could totally change. You can go from not playing to being a starter, from playing to you know, being traded two or three more times like or getting cut, whatever it is. We've had it's a weird, um, it's a weird deal. We've had like, obviously plenty of stories about front office saying like, Hey, we're not trading you. And then they trade the guy like two days later. Right. Like that, that happens. Um, for sure. Is that something where you're just communicating with your agent throughout the, the week or whatever time frame it is? Or you, like, is there any communication with, with coaches in front office? Or are they just kind of like, you know, it's a business. We don't know. It's you talk to your agent, you're like, yeah, have you heard anything? And but here's the thing Thunder, again, mm-hmm. extremely secretive. Like it's not yeah. gonna get they're not gonna tell your agent. That's just not how not how it works. I will say to Sam's credit, he was always pretty 
yeah you know up front if you asked him directly you know what i mean but it's not something where he was gonna be like yes we're trading you or no we're not trading you it was more of like a anybody in the organization ever out. like challenged sam presti to like a drumline <laughs> situation you know because he's a drummer a he's like a legitimate drummer <laughs> even i didn't know that actually no like a jazz like a jazz drumming cd or something like that yeah a cd yeah no he's like an accomplished drummer i did not know that yeah i did not know that i could kind of see it like i could see him being a drummer for weezer (laughs) yeah (laughs) for sure sure. you can't tell me that doesn't fit that's 100 percent dead on Weezer? I don't know who that is. You don't know. You're what? old enough to know Weezer. You're older than Josh, aren't you? Like, how do you not no know Weezer? <laughs> Buddy what Holly? songs do they have? Or uh, is it a Buddy day? Holly, is it a Island in the Sun, Beverly Hills, Beverly Hills? Really? I mean, I no, we don't have the rights to sing it, but yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah, yeah I know that song. On and I don't know how how I knew sun. it. <laughs> oh man, I sing like an angel. Come what are you talking man. about? Um. Is that <laughs> all he listens to? Oh, that's right. He block, listens right? to his own music. Uh, <laughs> Joshua, is uh, is it like super tense, or maybe it depends on the team that's like going through rumors? It's not. It's not really. I wouldn't say it's tense. No, it's more of younger guys. Sure, you spend a little bit more time. You start mm-hmm. to just kind of go with the flow. It happens. To be honest, some guys look forward to it. You know, there's always the guys that are hoping, hey, maybe this is going to shake something loose, whether it's I'm going to stay on the team and we're going to become a better team or I'm going to end up somewhere I might get a better role. Mm -hmm. You don't talk about it either. I don't know if it's kind of like you don't talk to a pitcher if they're trying to pitch a perfect game. You know what I mean? You don't want to jinx it. You don't want to talk about it. And they learn don't go to to dinner with Josh. You guys aren't (laughs) tense. Don't have dinner with me or you will be gone the next day. I was a Sam Presti plant. He just was like, hey, take this guy to dinner. Ease his mind a little bit. Uh, Jay, does it feel like this is going to be a quiet trade deadline? And, you know, we already had James Harden move yep. early in the season. We've had OG to the Knicks. We've had Pascal to the Pacers. Like, you know, Zach Levine done for the season. Uh, Steven Adams just got traded for four next season, you know? So, you know, maybe some moves like that could happen. But, you know, like, who are the biggest names? Out like, DeJounte Murray, Bruce Brown. Tyus Jones, yeah. like there's there's not a lot out there. Malcolm, yeah, Malcolm but even Brogdon. then, it sounds like Malcolm's not that interested, and in, like he's good where he is. Oh, I don't think it's up no, to but him. also like you know, Joe Cronin famously will just <laughs> bend to the will of his players. He did it with Dame. <laughs> Joe gonna send yeah. Malcolm out to eat. With um, Josh. But yeah, Jay, it feels like this is super quiet right now. Yeah. Yeah, and and there's no like huge name right now on mm-hmm. on the market. There's no super headline. When Dejounte Murray is a guy, everyone's like, "Oh, is Dejounte going to get Murray. moved?" It's like I'm I'm underwhelmed. Yeah, I'm underwhelmed. But they're not, not going to move either because the asking prices for some of them are yeah astronomical. Like you look at Mikhail Bridges. What did the rumors? They turned down five, five first or round I saw, picks for him. Um, actually, oh, I don't know if this is out there. Let's just say I heard, and I will not confirm or deny, and maybe this is just a bad rumor, but there was talk that, you know, maybe the the Rockets offered Jalen Green and the picks back to Brooklyn. 
their own picks back to them to them uh for Mikhail Bridges. Yeah. Like there's yeah, they like there's been some wild rumors got... about Mikhail Bridges. Mm-hmm. That would oh, be a fun yeah, yeah, they could have an actual defender out there. Yeah, that'd be good. Bridges on that Rocket squad. Yeah. Dylan Brooks and Fred Van mm-hmm. Vliet and Mikael Bridges. Yeah. And and I'm, next I'm, season I'm when you add it. Steven Adams to the mix. Yeah, no, he won't, won't watch, watch it. it. I, I I do love I do love <laughs> that the Rockets are just kind of lurking trying to make I a mean, big yeah. move. That Ime Odoka is just kind of bullying that franchise into trying yeah. to become a real team overnight. Yeah, I, 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 I appreciate look, that. I'm the all the asset hoarding and everything. Like I, I get it initially, but there's a certain point where like you just gotta, you just gotta swing. You just gotta make moves. Um, Josh, if Dejounte Murray is the biggest name moved at the deadline, that's not exciting, right? And I, and I'm a massive Murray fan. I'm not like Jay. Like I don't crap all over Dejounte Murray. Like I think he's good. Yeah. I think this is going to be one of those ones where the off season is much more yeah. exciting than the trade deadline. Like, I don't, I don't see, like, I mean, when you look at some big names that people have thrown into rumors, you look at, you know, Clay Thompson, especially Golden State, right? You look at Clay, you look at Draymond, Andrew Wiggins, uh, then you look at LA with D'Angelo Russell. Like, I don't see those guys being moved yet because I don't think that they're producing in a way that makes them worth the right. contract right now right? for teams. Um, yeah, so I think it's – I think DeJounte, if he's moved, which I don't know if he will be, would be the biggest name that we see is there, change hands. Unless yeah. Sam Presti's – Is there help the that the again. Warriors could bring? You mentioned the Warriors. Like, Jay, do you think that there's an actual move there? Yeah. Josh, do you think there's an actual move there where – like, I think it's all sounds great, I but, like, like I think best case scenario, like, they move Ye- Wiggins to, like, I don't know, like, Dallas – for like just to get him out of the mix and they you know right. Kaminga has been so good since his haircut that's that's meaningful do they move Kaminga or yeah i mean maybe you have to move Kaminga with wiggins to go get a bigger piece but or maybe they just jettison wiggins like hey we're we are actually gonna give steve kerr no choice but play these guys right because because here's the thing is they've still got steph in an incredible spot mm-hmm. right he's still producing he's still the great player that he is so that title window in their eyes, it's still there and they're trying to take advantage of it. So whatever move they do make, it has to be somebody that they yeah. think can help win them a title. Yeah. It's not just a, I don't think it's a role player. I think it has, it's a do, star. That they're do they have for. to decide that they need to chase a title though? Cause I look, I look at their situation and it's like, yes, you want to, you want to compete with Stephen Curry while he's at this level. Of course you do. But I also don't know if there's, any yeah that might be a summer thing and like wait for someone to be disgruntled and exactly and and they've been great when draymond green is on the court lately which is a great sign for them when when he's being that transformative figure for them when he's making the game easier for everybody else but they uh, they're in a weird spot right now And, and michael dunleavy in his first year like this is a a really interesting spot to be in do you trade a piece of, that helped you win a title. Do you trade Kaminga, who has been fantastic lately, who has taken a leap? I don't know. Did, I, there did are, you just call there Michael Dunleavy? Huh. Yeah. <laughs> His government name. Uh, Michael can Dunleavy the, Jr. Can the, Lakers, <laughs> can the Lakers pull it off again, right? They make moves last deadline, bring in D'Lo, bring in uh, Rui, uh, obviously bring in Mo Bamba. Everyone talked about that. I mean, look, they were a team that was really struggling. They turned things around to get 
technically legally they got they to the Western, Western Conference. Conference. You know, I don't count it. If you get swept, I don't count it as appearing in it. But yes, they they were the other team in the Western Conference Finals. I don't think at the deadline anyone saw them making the conference finals. You know, so like can they do that again? And like is that like if it's DeJounte Murray for D'Lo and a pick and I don't know, like Max Christie or or something, they don't have to give up Austin Reeves. Is that enough? They maybe. Well, I mean, a th- I, I think what they they need a, a th- yeah. three and D wing, right? They've suffered some injury problems here. There's some pieces they could go after. Um, you look at like Dorian Finney-Smith or Royce O'Neal. But are those answers? Are those guys who take this team? I mean, if they got to that if they got level, I don't Dorian I don't Finney-Smith without so. giving up much. Then yeah, like I th- that's massive. But but that's another guy who the Nets are yeah. very hesitant. As they should, I mean, he's good. Like he's a go. really good role player. Yeah, yeah, for I'd, sure. I'd be after guys like that. Bogdanovich, I would be after if I were them. Like just just try to get someone who can defend a little bit, who has side and can shoot and just make the game easier for LeBron. Um, and before we get out of here, I by the way, I don't think they can make a move that fixes anything. I, I just don't think this team is very good. Like, I think they are an average team. But the, do they have to? Because LeBron, LeBron is tweeting tweeting emojis when when LeBron is tweeting emojis. <laughs> I mean, that's true, happy. and he will not clarify what that meant. He, he almost, almost went off. Good thing they stopped. good thing they stopped him. <laughs> Hero work right there. Uh, all right, before we go, Josh, wh- who's one player you want to see get traded and where? I don't know if it's going to happen. I would love to see Malcolm Brogdon get sent mm. to the Knicks. I would love to see that. I think the defensive system that they have built in New York, and I think that fits Brogdon perfectly. I think he's a great perimeter defender as well as a great option. We know he's good coming off the bench. Being somebody that can come in, give Brunson yeah. a break, and not let the the quality of right. the play drop. He's proven that he can be a great uh, point guard for them. He won't turn the ball over. He will guard. He can make shots. He's shooting what I think it's uh, 36, 37% mm-hmm. from three this year. I would love to see that. Do I think it's going to happen? I don't know. I think the Sixer, or sorry, the, uh, the Knicks have a legit shot at making waves and being a problem in the playoffs, especially looking at Philly yeah. being out of the mix. It's another. That's another. Uh, another team out of their way. The Bucks obviously going through pains. Boston, and I know you want to say Miami, are in their way. Are in their way. I, I don't know if it's going to happen, but that's that's what I um, want to see. Jay, is there a player you want to see get traded and and where? I want Bruce. Okay, Brown so we're just putting everybody on the Knicks. The so Knicks I, are I was going to put the other Knicks. Right I'll, I'll change my answer. So yes, answer. yes. I, I want, and they also have yeah, Evan Fournier's contract to to deal that, which, Bruce. which they'll they'll want to use to go out and add somebody else to this roster. So it's it's very feasible that that they'll be looking to add. And Bruce Brown has went went out and said, "Like I'm a yeah. Tom Thibodeau guy. <laughs> he clearly he, not he, since Miles Turner to asked to be traded to the Lakers yeah, he, on a podcast. Okay have we seen someone so brazenly try to get themselves somewhere. <laughs> that was fantastic. But um, I like that idea. Yeah, 
And I, I would prefer if he had a little more size. He's sort of like Dante DiVincenzo-esque with the, the size. Josh Hart isn't like the biggest wing either, but they have, they're all tough guys. I, I just would love to see another competitor, another championship level rotation guy. I think in, this one that I'm going to say might happen, but I I would like to see Tyus Jones back on the Wolves. Um, allegedly, I, I heard that what there they, was they four second round picks and they are holding out for a first, but if no one's going to give a first, I kind of think it'll happen. You know, it's just whether or not someone's going to pony up a first. I think he's Maybe. worth a first personally. Like I, I think he's a starting point guard on a good team um, or that level of player. He doesn't turn the ball over, which they have a, they have an issue with. He knocks down shots. They they need more shooting. I don't care what their percentages look like. Um, and assuming you re-sign him in the, in the offseason, yes, that's, they already have a massive contract situation to figure out, but he replaces Mike Conley. You know who's thirty six? Like after the season, can be the starting point guard he wants to. I I think that's a a perfect fit for where they're headed. I just is he going to get like Jalen Brunson money this summer? Will it be less than that? Will he get like Dylan Brooks money this summer? I don't know. That be that might be the thing that complicates it the most. Um, but yeah, I want to see Tyus Jones back on the Wolves because I think they they could use him now and and as the point guard of the future. They need another adult, like just someone to organize yeah. the offense when Conley isn't out there. Because Conley yeah. is so important to that team. Like he he means so much to what they're doing. And yeah, I'd be into that. I I love that that we could have traded anybody and we were like Malcolm Brogdon, Bruce Brown. Yeah, Tyler that's Brown. how boring the straight deadline might be. But <laughs> that's find out two, all yes. week on <laughs> the, the Athletic yeah. NBA show. <laughs> That's gonna be. Make sure you check out all the coverage on the athletic. We also got you in the bounce, theathletic.com slash bounce. And watch us talk. Watch Josh try not to laugh throughout whatever is being said in the chat. It's a it's it's truly you can't miss it. He's also a new dad. You know, well our dad taught you're already a dad, yeah. Not know, a new kids. dad. You have two kids. Dad square. That's an old dad. Dad all over it. Uh, make sure you're following all Jay's coverage of the Celtics. Make sure you are following us on all social platforms and subscribing and doing all that stuff. For Josh, for Dave, for Schleck, for Jay, I'm Zach. Keep it locked on the Athletic Fantasy Show podcast. As you've probably heard by now, we've teamed up with BetMGM this season. We'll be using BetMGM lines to make all of our picks, and we'll have special offers for our listeners each week. If you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, use bonus code THEATHLETIC, and you'll get a one-year subscription to The Athletic, plus up to a $1,500 first bet offer on your first wager with BetMGM. Here's how it works. Download the BetMGM app and sign up using bonus code THEATHLETIC. Make your first deposit of at least $10. Place your first bet on any game and claim your voucher for a one-year subscription to The Athletic. 
See BetMGM.com for terms. U.S. promotional offers not available in D.C., Mississippi, New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Available in the U.S. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 467-369 in New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona. 1-800-327-5050 in Massachusetts. 1-800-BETS-OFF in Iowa. 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help in Michigan. 1-800-981-0023 in Puerto Rico. First bet offer for new customers only in partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. Don't forget, if you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, use bonus code THEATHLETIC and you'll get a one-year subscription to The Athletic plus up to a $1,500 first bet offer on your first wager.